Welcome to The Life Tonic, a podcast where we explore the sacred connection between our mind, body, and the multiverse. I'm your host, Joanna O, and I will be joined by inspiring thought leaders, creators, healers, and disruptors in their space as we journey through many of life's greatest mysteries and unpack different concepts around alternative health and wisdom to expand our definition of self. I'm grateful you're here. So let's dive in. Because they used to say, like, when you feel with others, you take away their pain. Right now, you know, the world is going through such a huge transition and we're evolving, moving forward. And what the universe is asking us to do is, or assisting us to do, or actually maybe giving us no choice but to do, is deal with old emotions that do not fit in this new world that we're phasing into. Welcome back, Aya, to the Life Tonic Podcast. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, you were probably in the first or second episode ever of the Life Tonic. Yeah. And I mean, okay, for everyone tuning in who doesn't know you, I'm going to do a brief intro. Aya is a certified crystal healer, a spiritual advisor, and her spiritual journey started at a very young age. We talked about it a little bit in the first episode that we did together, and she now has super super developed something that we touched on last time her ethical crystal business Aya crystals which incorporates high frequency ethically sourced crystals I touched on this in in the last episode of the life tonic actually how important it is to buy ethical crystals but through her work Aya aims to inspire her generation on how to connect to the true selves through ancient spiritual wisdom practices And something that's actually, I guess, the topic, the main thing we're going to talk about today, radical self-acceptance. I love the the branded version of myself. (laughs) It's really cool. (laughs) I know. Everyone always tells me that I do these intros and then I'm like, whoa, I just, that was loaded. You know, like that's like someone summarizing everything that you do. And then people always tell me, that sounded really good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, whoa, hey. Is that me? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like here sitting like, I'm Aya. <laughs> I have a crystal business. <laughs> You're also like, there's so much that we're going to talk about. And I guess we said radical self-acceptance, but you're actually one of my oldest friends from school. Yes. Since, was it eighth grade, ninth grade? I don't even know. But what's more important is you are actually a very big part of my spiritual growth and actually connecting with my spiritual or reconnecting rather yeah reconnecting because and I've also talked about this on the podcast where I was raised in a very like woo-woo household and this was never like none of these topics were ever taboo like I always tapped into it and then around the time when I met you I was really like tuning heavily out of it (laughs) yep I remember. You probably remember, yeah. And I just like now, I guess in sort of the past three years, I've gone back to those versions of myself. And I'm like, I have to give this person so much love because she was just so desperately trying to fit in and just completely left that by the wayside, which actually is like the most important thing about me. (laughs) No, I mean, I've always seen it in you. I mean, that's why when we first met, I felt so comfortable to speak to you about spirituality meditation energies we used to go in the park in the morning I remember we mentioned that in the first episode and I think what happened is that I put all of my energy into that and I neglected 
our friendship, if I'm being honest. Remember that. Oh. Had, so that could have been something to do with it, some sort of resentment or past life thing that we had. <laughs> Oh, that's so interesting. Wow, guys, I'm uncovering. So I didn't even think about that. But so you gave me my first spiritual book. Mm -hmm. And we used to watch that show about I don't know if you're gonna remember, I don't actually know what it's called, but about parallel universes, like with this agent and Olivia, and she was like tapping in and out of that was such a good show. What was it called? It was like, I remember the name of the character, like, I know yeah. she was agent, agent Olivia Dunham. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that so clearly. Yeah, no, you said you said in the beginning that we invite our spirit guides and stuff, and I already like can feel there's so many of them with us. That's the fucking master. <laughs> I don't know which one of your spirit guides is trying to like tap into this conversation today, but they are very persistent. That's all I'm gonna say. My spirit guides tend to be quite persistent. Actually, it was really crazy. I was doubting to come here to Mexico City because I was still dealing with fears of leaving my house and anxiety and the panic. And um, everyone I would speak to and some people like who I wouldn't know were like, I don't know, you have to hear this, but your guys are telling you you need to leave. <laughs> like you need to leave. Your time is now. And that was like more than one person. They were very persistent. And I, even I felt it, but they were like, I wasn't even, but for some reason I wasn't listening because I was in such a weird place. I didn't know what was my intuition, what were my thoughts. So, but yeah, it was the best decision because when I left and came here, I started to get my confidence back and my fears were lessening. So that's so interesting because you've moved to Mexico now. Okay, so for context, you moved and we sort of started, you moved last year and we started talking about you coming on the podcast, but then I was taking a break so yeah it's been a bit of a journey but I'm really happy that we're here today because like I said you've been a huge part of this I remember not only this stupid show that I mentioned but we used to like dive into our natal charts with the little knowledge that we had and like try to like make sense of things so that was like a huge part of when I would say when people ask me about my awakening like that's a huge part of when it began I'm so happy and fortunate that I was able to start that journey together basically yeah and I think you said when we were trying to decide I think maybe we had to wait for this episode to happen and then you came to me at a time when so many people had shared something along those lines with me like about being an empath and navigating the world as an empath like the world of today and I want to tell you when I knew that you were an empath (laughs) oh I'd love to know (laughs) Because I'm still like... We, I don't know, maybe this is not it, but we were living together briefly in London. Mm -hmm. And one night you said, I mean, this is probably not going to make sense to anyone, but you were like, you know, there's times when I just think about all the people in the world, like right now in India, Australia, Iceland, etc. What are people feeling like? Like going on about their day like what it, what's like their fears do you ever think about that and I remember thinking like I do actually <laughs> I said that yeah. yeah that's true I used to actually do that a lot and I think that is actually it's a beautiful trait but it's also kind of dangerous for empaths because what I've learned especially in the past year is that empaths 
obviously have this deep ability to feel. And at the same time, they it's easier for them to be outside of their bodies rather inside, being tapped in and tuning into like what what's really going on inside. And I think that's because they pick up on so many emotions and so many energies that when they are in their body can kind of feel like a scary place because you don't know what's yours you don't know what your neighbors or you know your your partners and for empaths in order to really learn how to navigate it so it doesn't overwhelm you is to actually take the time sometimes to actually be selfish and not think about you know what others are feeling or because they used to say like when you feel with others you take away their pain and I think for the longest time that's what I was trying to do but I wasn't dealing with my own pain so being an empath like we said we were taught we were saying earlier it's like can be the most beautiful gift but also your greatest pain yeah I I know you you had that so for the longest time I think it maybe came with the fact that you recognize this gift and as a healer like as someone who had I suppose like a message to share with the world you can lose sight of you know where do I have to fill my cup first before helping anyone else how did you overcome that I'm still overcoming it I think I didn't have a choice I mean I got fired from the from the universe of being the caretaker for a while (laughs) I overcame it through as weird as that sounds through my anxiety you know because empaths are more prone to experiencing depression anxiety panic disorders because like we said they absorb so much they're like a sponge. And we also think everyone else around us are empaths too. We're also prone to getting hurt a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So how I over, I don't know if I would say like overcame or what anxiety has taught me is that you have to listen to your body and you always have to put yourself first. And sometimes that may look extreme and you may come off selfish like towards others or, um, but eventually like you have to go through both extremes to find the balance. So I had to go through the extreme of being the overcare, like the caretaker, the tap dancer. And I had to go through also being selfish where I kind of needed to isolate myself for a year so I can right now come back and find my equilibrium. And I have to say, when I had a panic attack two months ago and I was crying obviously after because I was like, when is this gonna end? It was a small one, it wasn't a big one. And I was like, I had all of a sudden, the sadness turned into rage, which is great because when we experience rage, we take action, right? There's something that we want to change when we're angry. There's something that our body's not happy with or our guides or or our higher selves are trying to tell us something. So I was like, listen, yes, empaths are emotional and we feel and we kind of somehow have this like thing that we flow and and when we do get angry, we kind of shouldn't. We feel guilty and all these, you know how it is, right? And it's about as soon as I told myself like, hey, I deserve to be here as much as the person like right next to me deserves to be here in this world, it's our birthright, then something switched in my mind. So instead of being overwhelmed by the world, I'm like, I integrated myself and said, hey, this is this is my spot. This is a space I hold. And um, I'm still working on that, holding my own space. And you have the right to hold your very personal space. So you have the right to speak and confront. You have the right to speak your truth, to connect to your truth. And that may sometimes get you in trouble. It may not, but whatever it is, there's a lesson behind it. We're all here learning. (laughs) I hope that answered. I sometimes ramble on, you know me. Yeah, no, that's really, I think there's a lot in that, in that message because 
here's my theory. So I think although I have so many people now through the podcast and through like this community online, people that are recognizing themselves as an empath coming to me and saying like, you know, I can't, I've always been this way where I struggle to socialize. So, you know, there's like that spectrum, I suppose, of being empathetic. So you have the people that will say, I struggle to socialize. I struggle to like really open up or I feel everything so deep. And then my theory is this, I think in like through the various lockdowns that we talked about, I think a lot more people have tapped into their inner empath mm-hmm. and coming out of it now. I think I said to you before, people feeling like they're in their own little lockdown. This come up, this has come up a lot on the podcast. People feeling like you were playing so many roles. Uh, I think, you know, we could go into this. We're like, where does this empath trait stem from? being the person who holds space for others and then it manifests in different ways like you're the person everyone looks to relies on for advice you're the organizer the whatever then suddenly there was none of that like right that was taken away right yeah so like people were basically left in that space with themselves that they previously maybe never oh for sure yeah because it's like there's no running away anymore right now you know the world is going through such a huge transition and we're evolving physically spiritually mentally emotionally in all levels moving forward and what the universe is asking us to do is or assisting us to do or actually maybe giving us no choice but to do is deal with old emotions that do not fit in this new world that we're phasing into and for the empaths they may have felt it even more because damn do they have a job to do we need you we need your sensitivity right now more than ever and own it a lot a lot of empaths should probably mostly work with their solar plexus chakra because we absorb so much in our emotions and we neglect our solar plexus a lot so that's why most empaths can also be like emotional eaters they restrict themselves yeah this is there's a lot in that because i I see it moving in this direction where really we need that sensitivity i think we're in an age where it doesn't matter how book smart you are i know you're gonna relate to this but like how intelligent you are on the in this framework that we have around being intelligent but it's more about emotional intelligence the heart brain (laughs) like that because you said like coming out of coming out of this misconception of like accepting yourself you have to imagine that last time we spoke it was before the world is what it is today before all this change that came through which is so crazy like thinking back at that time like like when we last spoke we had no idea and here we were talking about uh, you know ahead of everything that happened we were talking about prioritizing connection to yourself that I think we said whether you want to face your shadow and sit with your pain and your trauma and healing through that if you don't do it, you'll be faced with eventually. And, you know, I, I hate to say I told you so, but this this is what happened. I remember that conversation. Like, I remember you asked me, like, what, what do you sense for 2020? And I was like, there's oh going to be a huge, there's going to be a huge fucking wake up call. I saw, I felt it happening. I didn't know how it was going to play out. I didn't think it was going to play out this way. But because since I was kind of, I hadn't seen my friends in like two years, like, the ones that are in Mexico City, and coming back and seeing how much they've grown because they're more connected to themselves, and including myself, 
it's so it's such a beautiful thing to to witness and I'm so proud of everyone of going through what the past two years have brought us it's so crazy it's like it feels like it's just been two years ago but it feels like it actually does feel like a lifetime ago well sometimes it's about rebirth right like we were talking about this before I started recording another thing that we said that you've also brought up now was the this idea of coming out of your spiritual closet and I'm only bringing this up because you just did it you just said something like this I don't know like a synonym of it do you feel like this has changed do you feel like people have connected more by connecting to themselves you know as an empath how do you how do you navigate that what I feel there is no spiritual closet anymore like this is what it is is like it's integrated and we are in a time of integration right so the spirit and that's what's beautiful what I'd love to see happen and it, it is happening already and I've especially during the pandemic, I saw so many companies integrating science and spirituality together because they complete each other. And when we can bring both worlds together, that is one, that is unity. And that is the age of Aquarius, which is the time that we're in, about expansion, it being more innovative, technology. Yeah, what do you that's think? an interesting one. I don't know. I've had this conversation with a few people as well even here on the podcast and we've talked about the golden age of for for spirituality that you have to go through this darkness actually you said that in the last episode you know going through the darkness to see the light on the other side do you feel like this has happened do you feel like people have elevated from where we were two years ago it's funny whether they're aware of it or not like I have some friends that have called me and they're like feeling a bit dizzy and I don't know why but I have a feeling that it's um, something connected to something like something bigger. Like it's not a physical symptom, you know, I'm hearing ringing in my ears and those are all part of ascension symptoms. I remember part of my ascension symptoms. I kept feeling my body go in and out and I kept telling my myself, like, I want to be here, <laughs> like, you know, and those are part of ascension symptoms. And what's happening is that we are moving to a higher frequency of energy. We already have done, and this is the integration. And I don't, I have no idea how it's gonna play out, but we're really expanding our consciousness and our capabilities. I mean, just think about it. Like we were able to do so much more now than we were able to just a few years ago with less effort. And things are moving faster now. So some things, and I've, I've been saying that for the past three years, actually, four years, that if we wanted to change something about our, like about ourselves, work on ourselves, something that could take five years to do can literally take a day to create that shift within your life, within your body, emotional and physical. Oh, yeah. We so like touched on that as well in the beginning when we were sort of catching up. But it's just that like going back to the idea you were saying the waking up, like waking up the consciousness that began in 2020 but in my opinion you know it began even before mm -hmm. actually I've talked about how it began in 2012 which is a whole different episode but yeah I mean since the millennium like since the turn of the millennium really like think about how much has advanced so quickly and it's only accelerating but yeah at the root of it reassessing what matters and I think that was like what we were really presented with this choice like what matters and I don't want to go into like the past and we talked about that like 
<laughs> we don't want to go into the past, but a lot of people have had to sit with so many uncomfortable feelings, myself included, like being confronted with their own worst like imagination, those fears that are surfacing. And you kind of shared before, but finding a light in times of darkness, like embracing your shadow side. For me, you talked about ascension symptoms, but that's like one of the biggest things of spirituality. And this is funny, like when I'd love to know if you agree, actually, when you start your spiritual journey, it's all like really uplifting at first. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is... <laughs> You're like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I'm so jealous of the people that are starting their spiritual journey now because I'm like, yeah. And even if you look at like bookshops and you're like, um, like the books that are like the self-help, like early day books, like Louise Hay, you can like Louise mind. Hay is like pink. It's a pink cover. It's a pastel cover. Everything's like light and colorful and you're, yeah. And you're just, and I'm not saying this is bad huh, by any, by any means. It's all part of the process. I'm just trying to contrast between when you're starting out and you're just moving through layers and layers and you're like, I'm really getting these insights, these breakthroughs. But the real stuff gets unearthed a little bit later where it's like well, the books become sudden, black. Yeah, all of a sudden books are black. There's a fucking dark goddess in front of you or you're connecting to and you're like, who are you? But she's so powerful and you kind of like her attitude and you're like, okay. <laughs> no it's funny it's like actually I have to I have to give a huge shout out to Scarab Diva she's an incredible healer and she really helped me she's incredible she's like this dark stuff she's like she just knows how to dig in and clear and and really hold space for people to do the shadow work and you know I did a, a course with her called Divine Love Codes and it was a 10-week course where we tapped into the different archetypes and to the different goddesses so uh, you've done goddess work right like yeah um, i was gonna say something really funny um i was thinking of earlier today before we recorded it was like when you're dating someone and it was like this meme and it was like when you're dating someone and they think you're really all love and light because you're into spiritual stuff but actually you're actually able to connect to the dark divine feminine and wait till I do that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to send me that. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. It's like people have this misconception. Like, I hated that. Like, because everyone, you know, I am a sweet person, but, you know, like, oh, sweet and spiritual. Like, you have to have this, like, certain image and, like, kind and care. But no, like, the, the divine dark goddess, she's, she's, she's powerful she gets angry and she says what she wants and she stands in her power and she creates changes she creates destruction and and you know you need both of that and that's what I learned I think one of my big I keep saying it's one of my biggest lessons but <laughs> because all these lessons that come to you are precious I always at the beginning of the pandemic <clears throat> I was telling my friend Victoria I remember talking to her and I'm like I don't know who I am behind the this spiritual person. And when the when I started doing the shadow work and started to see the dark things and feeling dark things, I was trying to fight it at the beginning and I was like what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? But actually no. You know, we live in a world of duality. There's 
fear, there's love, there's good, and there's bad. We have that in us too. There's a good side and there's a bad side and you have to accept both sides of you. Because when you're just accepting the bad, then that's the energy that you're kind of putting into your life. And when you're only accepting the good, then you're not being completely honest with yourself. And when you integrate both, that's completion, that's wholeness, and that's acceptance. You know, we all, we all have it. Our jealousy, our greed, our whatever it is. And yeah, I guess it's about finding the balance between both. And then, sorry, as I was saying, like what's wrong with me, the more we say what's wrong with me is we're actually creating more, we're criticizing ourselves even more and creating more self-hatred. And the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference, so it's just going to take whatever you're saying, you're telling yourself. And that can stick until you start to change those thoughts, those little habits. And, and you know, I hated it because everyone would tell me, like, you just have to, like, stop with the fear, I like, stop with the anxiety, like, there's nothing wrong, like, look at you, you're perfect, like, just move forward you have to look at the future look at the future and of course I wanted to do that so badly but at that time I felt like I couldn't and I just needed to accept that I'm in this space right now and then when I accepted that your fight your fight or flight mode actually like decreases because when we're when you're trying to fight it then you're increasing that like your nervous system is trying to fight so it actually increases anxiety inside you does that make sense yeah that makes sense I think it's it's um kind of what we were saying before we even again started recording because it was on and off, wasn't it? Like Mercury yeah. retrograde <laughs> playing out. But that I've always had this like your voice. Uh, I said telling me that if you're doubting, if you're on that path and you're finding answers, because we go through ebbs and flows, right? Like you're, I said you're making the breakthroughs, you're making ten steps forward only to take two back that are completely necessary. Right. And you find yourself, I think, doubting and having those questions. They well, what the hell? You know, like, um, I thought that I already dealt with that, mm-hmm. but only on a superficial level until much later you realize actually that's what it was. I always have your voice saying, like, if you're doubting, it's good. It means you're asking the questions. It means you're going into the core of the issue yeah because actually doubt brings clarity I, I noticed that doubt is the biggest devotion to your soul because you're trying to find answers and you're noticing that there's something that's not really clear you can't have clarity when you're already <laughs> in clarity right or, or like gain more clarity yeah I think it's just that being comfortable like that's one of my biggest takeaways if I had to sum it up for me has been just being comfortable with like seeing you know as a metaphor like being in a in a place of light and love and just love towards myself and others and so on and seeing that there's a dark room like a completely dark room that is there within me and I can go I can touch it I can touch that darkness and be okay and emerge from that you know, better than I started, like just with that resilience that's added. Yeah, it's true. Resilience is a key word, it really is. Because we are resilient. If you look past, like, at all your actions and all you've done, and you're here now, I just want you to sit with that for a little bit. Think of all the things that you've created, 
Think of all the things that you've done, the actions, people you've hurt, people you haven't hurt, people you've loved, people you've helped. You did all that, and that's resilient. And no one can take that away from you. Just remember that you have all, I guess it's so cheesy, but you really have all what it takes to get yourself out of a rut. And when you are in a rut, just embrace it and take that time to learn and study. Learn, you know, ask your the question that actually scares everyone is, who am I? Because that's mainly why we go through challenges, right? It's because there's been a disbalance and we're being told, hey, listen, come back to yourself and try to create that balance or find that balance again. I think a huge theme, I don't know if you agree, but because you were talking quite a bit about like feminine energy and if we were to take this idea that everything kind of, if, if we take the start of the millennium, right, like all the changes that the world has welcomed, a lot of it has been driven by masculine energy mm-hmm. because it's doing, 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 doing. Patriarchy. So there's that. And then we talked a little bit about like female like lineage healing uh, just before the episode as well. That was a big theme for me last year. Beautiful. And stepping into 2022, I think there's going to be a reconciliation of both. You need both. Your We all have a masculine and feminine side and you need both. If we can learn to take the best qualities of the feminine, take the best qualities of the masculine, a a world that we can create. Incredible. We just all have to get on the same boat, (laughs) same page. Yeah, that's really primarily what empaths are concerned with, right? Like how do I... (laughs) Because effectively they want to find the world better than, you know, leave the world better than they found it. So that's like a big idea. That's true. That is very true. It's about doing it with within yourself. You know, always say this, how do you change the world like one person at a time? But right now I feel there's going to be more of the feminine coming out. I think we'll be hearing, we're already hearing, like I said to somebody recently, I think in 2022, you'll be hearing a lot more news headlines about women. Like a big theme, I think, is like power struggle, right? Like the, the and just like imbalance, imbalance is what you were saying. That's what's beautiful now. I've noticed people are more willing to be real. Yeah, definitely. I think it's just ego, right? Like that's a big thing that you and I have talked about for so many years is like ego. Ego is everything. Ego is everywhere around us. You taught me the importance of, first of all, breaking your own like self-importance that you assign to yourself. But also that's a very Aries thing. (laughs) Your son is an Aries. My rising is Aries like the self irony and just that, you know, you can actually laugh at yourself and that's completely okay. And what you think one minute could be completely outdated the next. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, if you're not cringing at yourself, like I said, from one year ago, you're not growing and growth is the goal, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like now I look back at our memories and there's just so much challenges we faced as in a friendship, but like you just cringe. Now you're like, ah, it's and it has nothing to do like it had nothing to do with you and it had nothing to do with me it was that's what's funny like there's this like it's so important to communicate and I think empaths 
you know, have this fear of confronting <laughs> or actually like what's going on because um, they don't want to be rejected because they already somehow feel rejected at some level and not accepted. So the confronting is like, ah! <laughs> yeah. But it would just make things so much easier. No, it's true. I think for, for you as an empath, it was like speaking up. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was mindful of that, but I should have been more mindful of that. And for me, it's confrontation. Like it always has been this part of me and that it can be, yeah, that I... It has to do, yeah, it's the throat chakra. Like, here we are yeah. doing a podcast. <laughs> Both of us, like, want to be speakers, but we have, like, problems with our throat chakra. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you know, the throat is also linked to grief. So it could be, like, this grief in this lifetime and past lifetime. Oh, no, yeah, you were saying something about how people are, like, take it or leave it. Yeah. This is who I am. First of all, most of us don't know who the fuck we are. And second of all, there's just so many layers. So, you know, one day you could really feel a person and the next day you don't, right? And it's just all one big giant lesson. We're here to learn and be ourselves, really. So I respect people who say that, like, take it or leave it. This is who I am. Great. I honor that. It didn't work out for a while and then it worked out, I think. But you're still in my life and you're still here <laughs> and I'm still here. So I think it really doesn't matter in the end because sometimes we think like we make the decisions, but there's a big orchestra there orchestrating our life and bringing the people that need to be in your life and leading the people that don't need to be there, at least for a moment or forever. Lessons are, what is it? Lessons are relived until learned. So no one, no one is sent to you by accident. My mom used to say something that was really funny because, you know, she'd go to all these like healers, shamans. They'd be like, oh, you're such an old soul, Mayada. You're such an old soul. And she's like, damn it. I must be really stupid. <laughs> and they're like, no, why? It's like, because I'm back here again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would, that sounds like something I would think as well. Um, <laughs> why do you keep sending me back? <laughs> you know? No, um, one of the things um, I wanted to just bring up, like one of your recent posts where you said being an empath is in our, I think to quote, in our nature, embedded in our DNA, but lost in our hyper-mobilized society. Damn, I wrote that? Yeah. Can you expand on that and like how do we navigate the idea in a, in a modern world? Because it goes back to what we were saying, right? Like awakening to, first of all, awakening to yourself as an empath, realizing that you carry this pain, that you absorb that pain perhaps from holding space for others. Yeah, just making space for yourself, really holding space for yourself. And everything's moving. I mean, you said it yourself, like everything's moving hyper, hyper fast now more than it ever was it's funny we were given the opportunity to slow down only to go even faster even faster yeah that's funny so i don't want to sound like there are bad people in this world we have to accept that and they're there for a reason okay unfortunately but fortunately but the people that we surround ourselves with or the people that are tapping into this tuning into this podcast and listening or 
in our, the people around our environment, there's also incredibly amazing people in this world. Probably more good people than bad. I truly believe that. And um, one good thing cancels out, can cancel out a million bad thoughts or actions because that's how powerful love is. I think what I when I was writing that, because I truly feel that, or I mean, we're all spirit, right? We all have souls, whether you believe it or not. If you have soul, if you have spirit, then you have empathy and you have a sensitivity and you have an ability to heal, whether it's just healing the things in your life. I mean, you do it all the time. Our body heals, it's constantly healing. So imagine our souls, they're constantly evolving. But what has happened in this hypermobilized society is that we've lost touch with that or we're scared to tap into that because it's something that's not tangible. They may not believe in that, but if you ask someone, do you believe in energies? Most of the time they'll say yes. And we are made up of energy. We get so busy throughout our day and so concentrated on pleasing others through our careers or through our titles or through the masks that we put on. And I think I mentioned that in the first episode. I'm not sure or it's something that I speak about quite often, that we've lost touch with our empathy. Empathy means that you have to feel, and you have to <clears throat> feel with others. And who the fuck wants that, to be honest? I mean, no, a lot of people, and I think I even wrote that in my article, like, as nice as it sounds, like, oh, I'm an empath. Like, oh, you're an empath too. Oh, yay. <laughs> but it's a lot of work that we have to do. We have to get... After meeting with someone, we have to come home. We have to do like <laughs> some energy or, or bring our like return back to us or clear our energies constantly or like, you know, you know how it is, right? Yeah. A lot of those um, empath like symptoms, I suppose, and experiences, at least that people share are very similar to ascension symptoms, which you also touched on. No, I think you mentioned some of the frequent ones because I've had... You know, like we talked about TikTok and this is really something that a lot of people have shared on my TikTok videos. It's like, oh, I get ringing up my, in my ears. Like, what does that mean? Or it happens when I'm around this person or this situation and so on. So these are like things we're experiencing collectively. Like, this is yeah, not just and, me. And the headaches. I think I got... And the headaches. The headaches. I never used to get headaches. Like, never. And in the past year, like, I have peppermint oil. Like, I've bathed myself with peppermint oil. <laughs> Like we said earlier, you know, we're going through, people are going through ascension symptoms, whether they're aware, aware of it or not. And people always laugh at me because I'll just like, like, oh, I have a headache or I'm feeling fatigued. I'm like, oh, don't worry. It's ascension symptoms. And they're like, what? Yeah. I mean, not to downplay, obviously, guys, like if it's something that's been recurring, go get medical advice. First, yeah, please, but please. We're talking here about like, this is people I'm saying the experiences, particularly that people have shared is I have been to every doctor under the sun. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with me? You know, back to that idea of what is wrong with me? I'm, I'm not, th this has been a thing recurring throughout my life and I haven't been diagnosed with anything and so on and so forth. But yeah, I think this, this kind of sums it up. And Joanna, I took like five blood tests. <laughs> like... I know you were always into your blood tests. <laughs> But I took like, like, you know, because I was, I couldn't get out of bed. I mean, there was, there were some deficiencies, some things, but nothing serious. You know, I was scared, like, <laughs> but they were just, and I would speak to my teachers, my healers, and they're like, oh, this is happening. 
solar flares or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. There's always, um, I think as an empath, it really helps to like contextualize. I think just what I tell people always is just listening to your body is the first step. Like listen to what's coming through and then try to maybe listen for that higher message. Like what is this physical symptom trying to tell you? Yeah, for sure. And accept. Yeah. (laughs) Radical acceptance. Surrendering. And you know, there's going to be more. I just got this. I don't know if this is true, but I feel like I have to say this. There's going to be people are going to be receiving more information, whether through dreams, visuals, images, colors. That's what I'm feeling that coming in really strong right now. Yeah. Things are going to be opening up third eye. So be kind to yourself. No, I think that's a good place to end it. I don't know if you wanted to share anything else. I mean, to round up, how can people connect with you? learn more about what you do do you have any upcoming social media things if you guys want please check out my necklaces on www.aya.co these beautiful crystal necklaces that i really put energy into meditating into them so you guys can benefit and feel something out of the precious stones and also um, there's a group of incredible healers that I work with on that page that I feel, you know, they're all around the world, Portugal, Mexico, United States, Lebanon, the UK. I would really recommend during this time going to them, you know, if it's astrology that you're into or if it's energy healing or ancestral healing. <clears throat> yeah, incredible healers. Prakash, Scarab, um, Philippa, she does incredible work with the like biofeedback sessions and you can learn more about them on my website and on my Instagram page where I've interviewed healers that I've worked with so yeah that was like a long intro (laughs) no I mean my intro you're kind of rounding up to my intro and uh, like I said I mean we mentioned some articles on your blog that are relevant to today but if people want to go a bit deeper I think also I mean that's kind of like just came to me as well the product itself like the the crystals themselves are it's your own like my partner calls this your own personal piece of earth mm-hmm. um and it's really good for empaths i mean take it from me he's a he's a pisces so he's <laughs> just like this is my way of grounding sometimes because that i mean everything you just said like that overactive third eye um those upper chakras sometimes satellite is incredible and amethyst you know, amethyst, they always say it's like a beginner stone, but it's so powerful. Email me, aya at aya.co or DM me. I'm here. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out the show notes if you wish to explore the themes of today's episode a little further, as well as learn more about my inspiring guest. I'd love to connect with you and hear your thoughts about what you enjoyed on the podcast. Please be so kind as to leave a review, subscribe, and share with anyone you think would benefit from today's episode. Till next time.